morning, Bereshit Salimori, Nun Beis, Ahmed Beis. Yesterday we went through the Sugya, a couple of the Machleks, Beishama, Beishama, I think number two and three. Um, before we move on, we touched on yesterday a din which said, Dovarachet Teichavli Nitilas Yodayim Su'udah. The one supposed to have Nitilas Yodayim followed by Su'udah straight away. And uh, that was with regard to the Machalik of Beishama and Beishama about whether one makes Kiddush first, drinks wine first, or whether one washes his hands first. What's the, what's the correct order? And Beishama maintained that you have, to wash, you have to first drink the wine or straight make Kiddush. And they discussed the Tumen Tahara aspect of it, but they said, besides anything else, your thing about the Nitzlitzis, we're not worried about that, it's not Shkiah. We're worried about Halacha. That if you were to wash your hands and then drink the wine, you're going to have an un necessary hefzot, you're going to uh, have an unnecessary gap between the two, between washing your hands and the su'udah, i.e. whilst you drink the wine. So, we mentioned that there are some people who are naive to, um, to actually to wash their hands on Shabbos, to wash their hands, then make kiddush first. Are they doing Abhi Shammai, or do they still agree to this? What's, uh, what's, uh, what's going on? That's one point. The other point is this din of Teichav din and Tilasudayim su'udah. What's considered teichet? We've talked about it in the past, and I mentioned this Aruch HaShuch, and that's why I just want to see it inside now. Um, when you've got, let's say, a family, and you go and wash, it could be, there could be quite a gap between the time whilst you're waiting for everyone to come in, there could be quite a gap between washing and making hamotzi. Is that going to be a problem? And I'd just like to show you just through Ritzvah, and from the Ritzvah, just to see how it follows through the Halakha. Just take a few minutes to see this uh, Ritzvah and understand how it comes through the Halakha. It's not the Ritzvah which is quoted the Halakha, but I think there's a couple of very interesting points in this Ritzvah. He says, Teichat in the Nitzvah said, I'm Su'udah. Pirush. Veloisha yaftik bishdiyat kais bim nitzvah l'achilah. Not that you should have a head, not that you should have a, a, um, a gap between drinking the cup and... Um, or drinking the cup between the washing of the hands and eating. Umizatam, for this reason, Yeshmisha Pirish, the others who explain the Psokim and Psokim, Gavinotan Yodov, if a person washed his hands, he washed the Tira Sudayim, Loyekadi Shalayayim, he shouldn't make Kiddush over the wine, El Alapas, Rali Stur over bread. Stur over bread, by mistake, you washed your hands first, and then you realize you haven't made Kiddush. Instead of making Kiddush over the wine, you should do it over the bread. In order that you should have Natila followed by Suda straight away, there shouldn't be any gap. So therefore make it over the bread so you won't have you won't have the gap of the wine. When we can't walk him, it says that it's for nevertheless. People are not careful about this, Akshav nowadays. Shenatan Yadem Kiddish Kiddush because they do. They wash their hands, and then they make Kiddush over, over wine, and then they make Kamuti. Says that it's well, the reason may seem to be like this. Shall I omru This whole discussion of Shammai and Bishilel was only according to their practice. Shall I darkom lishtois kedem achilo That they used to drink before eating. And the drinking was something in and of itself. Which, by the way, this supports the answer we gave yesterday with regard to the Tiferet Yisrael's question. He asked, how can we be talking about on a weekday? Because if you're going to be Shammai on a weekday, you're alright. Wash your hands, make hamoti, eat a little bit of bread, and then drink. 
So he said, no, because the whole idea was maybe for health reasons, whatever the reason may have been, people, the Dafka, used to drink before the eating, before even eating a morsel of bread. That's what he's saying over here. Right. And he says, sometimes they would do it even before the su'udah. In other words, there would be a big gap between drinking the wine and the, the making of That's what you see this idea. This bit. As I said, the answer is quite clear, like, like we said yesterday, to answer the first Israel's question. So much during the week, they used to have a very big gap. Sometimes it wouldn't even be the lock su'udah. Avol gabi kiddush. When it comes to kiddush, shu b'mokim suddah. That has to be b'mokim suddah. In bekaf kolod. It doesn't matter if you've got a slight gap. You wash your hands. You make kiddush, and then you, and then you, um, um, then you make hamotzi. That doesn't matter. That slight gap is not a is not a problem. It's only in those days where they used to have a drinking session before even coming to the suddah. So you can't wash your hands, then have your drinking session, then. Then half an hour later, have your uh, have your meal. The chiyah nashman. This is the main point I wanted to bring out there from this. Besides, number one, we've, that's the important answer we gave to the Tiferes Yisrael's question. But he says the chiyah nashman the parakeets on the varchin. We'll find that this is nashman and parakeets on the varchin. So I mean, we said over there, mayim rishonim. When it comes to washing the hands in the beginning of the meal, maschilim in our godel. We begin from the from the godel, the one who's going to make hamotzi. The time of the reason is Mishum Demasi Klei Tako Mikamei Afal Gav Zavadai Rishori Hamitzi Adam Motin Amechal Kula because they're going to bring in the table that he can't make Hamitzi until everyone's washed their hands. He's going to be sitting there waiting for everyone until he makes Hamitzi. How can he do that? What about taking the Nitzia to Daim Suda? Elamai, you see, as long as you're washing and you're, you're ready in the mode of getting ready for Suda, that's perfectly fine. You make Kiddush in between, Nishkaferah. You have to wait for everyone to come in so you can make Hamoti, Nishkaferah. What is Kaferah is where you wash your hands, then you start drinking wine just uh, for the sake of drinking wine, and then 10 minutes later you start your Suda. That you can't do. Now, truth be told, the Rosh, we saw this at the time, the Rosh, his practice was, that he was washed last. Yeah. We discussed it at the time. But this, as I said, I'm just trying to sub- bring a little bit of support, but now there's maybe people aren't as much about this, the gap in between. And this ritual seems to say, no, he can wash first, as it says. Are you going to have a hefzik? That's not called a hefzik. That's not called a hefzik, says, says, uh, says the ritual. Um, now, if you take a look at the Shulchan Aruch, printed just uh, below it, it says, Yesh Omer, there are those who say, you don't have to worry about making a hefzik between washing your hands and hamotzi. That is the shita. The Rambam, the wrist, is quoted holding like that. The Yeshayim, however, there are those who say you do have to be careful. Since we saw that, that was the rush we, we learned. The toiv desire, and it's good to be careful. Aruch Hashem points out the toiv desire sounds like me'ikaradin. It's not a problem, but the toiv desire. No, but the Shulchan Aruch is more noted towards the start of saying, this kafala. But, totally sorry. Bim Shah, because they hit a chafes, I'm not making a The Ramah brings 
there's actually a remor in Shoha, that if you wait the time it takes to walk 22 amas, which is not that long, um, it's about 11 metres, so uh, that's called the Hefzah, because it's Tosus and Zotah. Says the Morgan Abraham, the Kosab Rashal al Balas Udah, Litin the God of Acharena Little, the Balas Udah should give the, 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 the Balas the, the God of the one who's going to make Amoti, he should wash last. Why? Because of what we said, like the Rosh. Because the Rosh holds there shouldn't be any Hefzah. Achim Hevi Loi Little Borishayna. But if they say to him, No, you wash first, and he says, no, no, I'm making a moti, I'll wait till last to wash. It's an avera in his hand. I have to wash last, because I can't make a hefzit between the washing and the moti. Let everyone else wash first, so they can make the hefzit. He shouldn't do that, that's an avera. Well, I, I have to be careful, you don't. Rather, he should wash his hands, and he should sit, and just don't speak. And if they ask him, he's even allowed to be mastic. That's what the Marashal writes. I'm of some of the science here. Hey, the 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 Says the Morgan Avram, I disagree with the Shalom based on this part, because we don't pass him like that, even the sitting there is a Hefzuk, rather he can say, I'm washing last. It's a bigger problem for him to be Mastic than the others, because he's making a brothel. But furthermore, the people are sitting there, they see it's taking a long time for the person to come in to make Amaiti, they should take a piece of bread and make Amaiti themselves. So you can see the Morgan Avram is definitely going down the line. This is all going down the lines of the, the Rosh. The one should minimize the Hesik as much as possible. And therefore the person making Amoti should wash last. And as for the others, as they sing, it's taking a long time. They should all make Amoti themselves. That means to be mentioned at the time that Ashpura says you've got a large order, you should share out and wash out their own Amoti. This is the Orach HaShulchan I mentioned at the time. This is what I want to just get to. The Orochan Shulchan writes, the Ho'emes, the truth is, that's where the Fiyon is. He's talking about this thing of 22 Amos, he says, it all depends on the situation. Where you've got something which is a Tzorah, it's necessary. That's not called the Hefzah. Keep going, for example, Let's say, in order to wash your hands, you've got to go all the way outside. You've got to go to your kitchen. Quite a, it could be quite a distance. It be, maybe, maybe it'll be even more than 22 hours. Even if it's more than 22 hours, let me clear. That's not called the Hesed. Since that's necessary, what else can you do? The Hesed What is the Hesed? When you delay. The ain't so delicious and you don't need to delay. It's an unnecessary delay. The says, that is what the Ramah means. The Tadalaf, and I'll prove it to you. Shekhenu, if that's the case. Shari b'simen ha'kodem, because in the previous simon, Nisbayer, it's already, it's apparent, that the Godel should wash his hands first. He waits for everyone. V'yesha harbe, he may have to wait quite a while. What is necessary? 
You've got to wait for everyone to make Kamei. That's not called a Hefter. V'ra'yiti misha makpid shetei mochem amitila samach la'ashofan. I have seen those who are makpid to have the place where they wash it should be right next to the table. You ever seen that? You've heard of it at least. There are people who have one of these urns that you see at the house. They have it next to the table. Possibly briskers are makpid on this. Some briskers maybe. Says the, says the Orach HaShulchan, um, the inner Ica Kalal, he says it's not necessary at all, for Ica Kameshik Hasati, it's like I've written. What is necessary is not all the Hesket. The Yoka Liyat Amatila Rafa, the Makam Achil, it doesn't matter if you have it far away. The Chet Ica Ladini says that is the Ica Ladino. Vilitvorinu, Oti Shavikom, Ashe Gimgumu Bazar, the Zayki says, all these problems they have, it's no problem. The Yeshikal says, this brought this, uh, the Mishapura mentioned it, it's already brought in the base base. Yes, there are those who write, Shemusalayma Mizma Hashem Rebbe and Atila Namit. You can say this Mizma Hashem between washing and Amit. See, Bechalim last is king. It's just Chas Bashanim to do so. And he finished off and he said, I'm Mogin Avram, Echnis Tabit, Besiv Katan Beis. Take a look at the Mogin Avram, he's got this whole problem. What do you do? Who washes first? He says, In Yanditar Akharov, Ain Shom Siv Katan Beis, who washes Akharon, who washes last. Vani Tabi says, I don't understand. My masculine will be God of the He says, I don't understand. What's it, why is it better? Why is it more important the person who's making a He can't have, have the headset. What's the difference? Or to our cotton, I'll show you the headset. Just because he's not making the headset, it's Shemaya Kaina. Just because he's not making the Baruch, I mean, it's Shemaya Kaina. What's the difference? After a few masculine, Safi and Hepsa, Kalaba, Masha, Saris, with them. And I said to you, I believe what the Oracle Shokan has taken on as a double posture is actually masculine to show According to the Rosh, the practice of the Rosh, <coughs> the Rosh would wash love, you see the Rosh obviously was makfid on it. But according to this Ritva, it's like, as I said, what the, the Orach HaShokhan has written, he's Mohammed to the Ritva, the Ritva, it's actually in the Iri writes the same as well, what is necessary is that, and he brings the same, the same Raya, what's that? Because the God will used to wash first, are you waiting for everyone to, to make Hamaiti? And am I, you see, you see from here that what's necessary is not, uh, is not called a hafsuk. So, at least to be miyashi, minagayonam, people who do the balabais may wash, or, or everyone else who washes first, how can they w- sit around waiting? The answer is, because it's necessary, that's not called a hafsuk, because everyone's waiting, because whatever the reason may be, everyone will be it with one bracha, therefore it's necessary, um, and that is not, that is not called a hafsuk. That's one point. Just the other point, just to finish with, is what we mentioned yesterday, also, we see this Ritva, about those who make Kiddush after washing their hands. That's this Ritva. The Ritva says, why? How do they do that? How does that fit with Beit? Surely they do that. Beit Shammai, it's not Beit Shalom. The answer is, because no, what Beit Shalom means to say is, you can't have a hefter between the washing and the Hamaiti. To make Kiddush is not a hefter. It's just, because in those days when they used to drink wine, there used to be a big gap. Daniel, he learns it's talking about weekday. Now we understand, by the way, why Rashi says on the Mishnah that it's talking about weekday. No, like, like we said yesterday. Rashi says weekday. Why does he say weekday? The terrorist is because on Shabbos it's not a problem. Because on Shabbos, between washing your hands and eating and eating, you're going to make Kiddush Mokim Soda, so it's not going to be much of a hassle. It's only on a weekday when they used to sit around what, uh, drinking wine and they used to go into the It wasn't even a welcome to other. That's where they said an object. That's what the response says. So it fits very, very nicely. Um, 
So it says the Shulchan Aruch, he says, Achashi Kiddush al Kais. Arthur once made Kiddush on the Kais, Nota Yod over Mubarak, on the Tira Sadaim. Then go and wash your hands and make on the Tira Sadaim. Vim Nota al Yod of Kedem Kiddush, if you did wash your hands before Kiddush, Golidati Dirifta Khalivale, so you've actually shown, by washing your hands, you've shown that the bread is more covered to you. And therefore, you should, if you've already washed your hands, you should make Kiddush over the yayin. You shouldn't make Kiddush over the wine, rather over the pas. Like that, Yishmi Shepirish Pesachim that the Ritvah brought. Hagor, says the Ramah, the Yishmi, the others who say, the Lechatzchila, Yishlit, the Yadav Kedem HaKiddush, the Lechatzchila already, you should wash your hands before making Kiddush, where the Kaddish Alayayin is to make Kiddush over the wine. That's the Rosh, Mordechai, etc. And again, that makes sense, because the Rosh, remember, holds, he used to wash last. Why did he wash last? To minimize the Hefzot. So therefore he says, in order to minimize the Hefzot, make Kiddush, you should um, wash your hands before making Kiddush. The, chen, and the truth is, it's a little more than that, the, the, the Mr. Brewer brings, he explains, that's because when, when you would make Kiddush over the bread, you'd have to wash your hands first. So therefore, they always wash their hands first before, before making Kiddush. We can understand where the Rosh is coming from. Because the Rosh is shitter is to minimize the Hefzot. Anything is called the Hefzot. The Chena Minai Poshit Vimitinus Edu. Sorry, what am I talking about? Other way around. No, no, no. Sorry. Take that back, what I said about the Rosh. It's the other way around. So you'd have to say, the, the Rosh, the reason, again, the reason why the Rosh says, and these others say, you should wash your hands first, even though we do want to minimize that, I should have said it that way, right? even though we want to minimize that, is because of a case where you're going to make Kiddush over bread, there you're going to have to wash your hands first, so therefore they said, always wash your hands first. The only difference is the Ramah, you should always wash your hands first, then make Kiddush over the wine. Now, the, the gods, however, and others say, like we do, stick to the Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch. Some take it even further. The god, I think, I think the god possibly takes it even further and says, even if you did wash your hands first, you should still, not like the Shulchan Aruch says, make it over bread. No, you should still make it over the wine. The Taz seems to say that, uh, he, he also says, do like the Shulchan Aruch, but he says, if you wash your hands, it seems that he says to make over the bread. But that is the Makkara, this is, as we discussed yesterday, these, as we said some Yakas, it's like the Ramon. And again, it's not because of Beish Shammai, because even Beish Hillel agree with this, like the Ritzvah said, like the Me'iri said. The whole Shaila of Hefzik is only when there's going to be a big Hefzik. The Kiddush from Mokim that Beish Shammai and Beish Hillel were not talking about. Even Beish Hillel will be masking that that's not called the Hefzik. That's where the Ramon is coming from, but nonetheless, We've got the, the Pesach of uh, Shulchan Aruch, which is, uh, is, is as uh, it seems that everyone here is like, like the Shulchan Aruch, first to make Kiddush, and then to wash one's hands. Sorry, there he is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to get, get straight up because it's got to be Kiddush from Surah, correct? I don't, I don't think it's as wrong as that, it's straight away. It's supposed to be, because again, like the Orach HaShulchan said, as long as you're getting on with it, it's, uh, that's the Kiddush Mokim Tzodah. So, I think it's wrong, some of the things that I'm not aware of that. Yep. 
But, but, as, but as I said, the, the interesting thing is, who says you should, it's actually, as I said, it flipped around for The Rosh who was muckpeared to wash his hands last, to, to minimise the gap, the Rosh is the very one who says here, wash, then make kiddush, and then, then, uh, then make hamikdash. And the Rambam, the Rif, let's say the Rambam, the Rambam who says, no, you can, uh, the Rambam shit is actually, you can even speak in between, uh, I think I mentioned the past, the in, just make sure you don't have Hesach Adav. He's the one who says you should make Kiddush before washing. Yeah? Do you know why? Because it's what we said yesterday. Because the Rambam holds, what's this whole Makhluk Fishan and Bitello talking about? The Rambam, the Rift says it's black and white, the Rambam's much about this as well. This is Kishal Baracha, it's talking about Kiddush. So therefore, if you make Kiddush afterwards, you're doing like Beisha, you're doing like Beisha, uh, like Beisha. Yeah. It seems that even the Rambam will hold, even though he says, you've got to be careful to have Hesach Adav, but the Esim, you can do other things. He says, the Kiddush, you can't do, because it says, take him in the What he does without take him in the Tzir, that's the way the, the, the Rambam learns it. I believe the, I believe the Rambam is the one, one of the ones who says, you make Kiddush first, then wash your hands. Even though the Rambam is not worried so, not so worried about Hesach. But that's because the Rambam learns this tomorrow, he's not talking about uh, drinking wine. Stuff, he's talking about to Kiddush, like the Rifta. So it's really a question of how you learn the Gemara. If you learn, just to sum up, if you learn like the Ramam, the Ramam learns this whole sugya is talking about Kiddush. <coughs> and then we'll be Tillah saying, Dafka by Kiddush, they say. Do not wash your hands and then make Kiddush. First make Kiddush, then wash your hands. That's what the Ramam passed But other than that, he holds, there's, no, there's actually no problem with, with having a slight gap between the two. It doesn't seem he holds as a problem. Masha'ikin, if you learn it's talking about on a weekday, then what the Gemara is actually saying is, don't have too much of a gap. But Kiddush is not considered a gap. So in which case you can wash your hands and make Kiddush afterwards. So it comes out the flip way around, what, or what you would expect, is actually the opposite way around. And it's all to do with what the figure is talking about. Kiddush, or, or, uh, or Yemei Sachos. Fine. Let's continue on in the Gemara now. Bishamei Omerim Bechabedin Vechulu. It's uh, the first... Middle-sized line. We had the next Makhlaikas, I think it was the fourth Makhlaikas in the Mishnah was, the fourth or fifth, that, um, yeah, I think the fourth, as to what is the, um, when you, when you finish your meal, do you clear the crumbs first, or do you, uh, wash my macaroni first? So, Bishamai said you have to clear the floor first, and Bishamai said you could do it afterwards. It's been taught in a brayso. The Shammai Omer, the Shammai say, "Mechabedin es habayis." We first clear the, literally clear the house, clear the floor, clear the table. V'yachakach noten nayodaim, and then you wash your hands. She'imato Omer noten nayodaim tochelot, because if you were to say that you wash your hands first, nimsa ato mafsid es ha'oichlin, they would come out. You, you're going to damage the food. You don't wash your hands beforehand. My time, or what's the reason? Because of the crumbs. Some take out these words, because it seems to be a bit repetitive. So because of the crumbs. We'll be still alone, whereas be still say, If you've got a Thomas Chacham as your waiter, no, tell Peirurim. 
she is by a kazayis. He'll take the crumbs which are the size of a kazayis. And he'll just leave behind the crumbs which are not the size of a kazayis. So therefore, you won't have a problem. So in other words, they shall I say you can't wash your hands first because we're going to see in a second, they shall I hold that your shamash may not have removed the crumbs which are the size of a kazayis. So you better make sure to clear, that, you clear uh, the floor first because otherwise when you wash my mouth you're going to be mustered the, the food. You're going to have Right there, we know, we know about COVID our past. You're not allowed to do that, so clear the house first. Whereas, basically, you don't have to worry because the Shabbos will have already removed the, the breadcrumbs, which are considerable size and size of a kazayis, and therefore, any bread which is left, it doesn't matter if the Mayim goes on it. Says the Gemara, and this supports Rabbi Yechonon. So, Rabbi Yechonon, because Rabbi Yechonon said, Perurin Shein Bayan Kazayis, breadcrumbs which are not the size of a kazayis, Muta la Abaddon Diyad. You can uh, sort of be them, literally uh, damage them, do away with them with your hands. No problem. You can pour water on it, you can possibly chuck it in a bit, not a problem. As long as they're not the size of a kazai. So you can wash your mind up on top of it. The Maikomifligi, ask the what's the underlying machlik between Beshamai and Bishilo? Bishilo, sorry, Bishilo holds, also in Ishtamish, Beshamish, Amaoret. It's forbidden to have. Here you go. Yeah. It's forbidden to use a shamash amaoret. You can't have, as your shamash, as your uh, waiter, as your servant, whatever you want to call him, you can't have an amaoret. That's what they said a hold. So therefore, if you've got a, if you've got a, a Thomas Hocham of a, of a, uh, of a shamash, he knows how Of course, you can't leave uh, lying around the kazai of bread there. Of course, he'll pick it up. So if you can wash your hands before cl- cl- clearing the house properly. Whereas, um, Ubeshamai, sorry, whereas Beshamai holds, Mutter is Shamish, Beshamish, Amoret. You're allowed to use the Shamish who's an Amoret. And therefore, there's the worry if you wash my Macharina before cleaning the house, you could be washing your hands on top of a nice big piece of bread there. Which is obviously is uh, forbidden. It's going to be ruining the bread. Omar Abiyeti Bachanino Omar Apuno. Bukune Pirkin Alokoka Beshilel. In the whole parak, the Alokopol is Beshilel. Barmiho, except this one case. where the alokha goes like Beishamai. Dainu, you can wash your hands before clearing the house. Rabbi Yishai Masni Ipcha. Rabbi Yishai actually learned the Machlokis the other way around. The Beishilal are the ones who say that you can wash your hands first. Sorry, other way around. Beishilal are the ones, again, we said that in this case, alokha follows Beishamai. So I knew that you have to first clear the house. Yeah. And some say, some say that the machliks was the other way around. The I knew Hillel are the ones who say, you don't have to use, you can use the Shamash Amoret, therefore there's a Khashash, you have breadcrumbs the size of a Kazayat, and therefore you have to clear, clear the house first. Beis Hillel were the ones who said that. The opposite of what we said in the Mishnah, the others who learned like that, and uh, in that case, in which case it comes out, the Allah will be Sellel also in this case. We can keep it consistent, because in which case then the Allah will always be like Sellel, even in this case, because now what you said Beishamai is really Sellel. The kit of the Allah, which either way, whether you switch or you don't switch it, the Allah is in this case, that you have to first clear the area and then wash your hands. Now, there's a couple of points here. If I were to ask you, What's the problem 
with washing my machorim on the bread. What exactly is it about the washing of your hands which is going to damage the bread? What would you say? Three possibilities. <laughs> I thought I thought there are two possibilities. I didn't think of the matter to do this one. But Simpson, I thought you were going to say which is. There's that one because of the ruach ro. The sort of bad spirit, whatever you want to call it. Tommy, I don't think it's Tommy, but whatever you want to call it, ruach ro, which there is in my machronis. The other, you're saying the matter to do this, which goes into it simply in the, the water. The water is going to damage the bread. Have you ever seen soggy bread? Don't think anyone's going to eat it after that. Now, to be honest, what would have come to mind first to me would have been the ruach ro. Because that's it. Even if you do like soggy bread, you're not going to be eating this soggy bread because it's got ruach ro on it. If you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says, "Nafshet um, esaichlin." It's about, I'd say, a third of the way up. The line begins with the word Ha'ichlin. Rashi just says a small comment here. Because the Maim Acharenim will sort of uh, spatter onto them. And they'll become mo'us. They'll become repulsive. That Vinim Osin doesn't sound like it's Ruach Roy. It sounds like the Maim Acharenim will make it all soggy and repulsive. Dirty and unappetizing. Un, uh, un Why does Rashi choose that? And I think, I just want to show you, I think, Hamadu, I think, Hamadu, it's the Rosh Rashi is. Rashi says, Shemayim acharenim nitzin alem. Why do you say nitzin alem? You know what nitzin means to stacker. Why do you say nishpokin alem? When you wash my macronium, you don't sort of take a cup and sort of throw it over. You wash your hands. So as you wash your hands, the water will spill onto the, onto the crumbs. Why nits it? So, much the same as we do. Exactly. Exactly, so why is it nits it? The answer is, says, I think it's the, the, the Leib Aries, or also in the safe called Leib Aries, he says, you know why? Because there's a halacha, you have to wash into a kli. You wash my nachayim into a kli, you don't wash your hands on the floor where people walk. Correct? That's why he says nitsin. You're right, where, where are the crumbs? The crumbs are on the floor, right? So as you wash your hands, yeah, if you wash it onto the floor, you'd say nishpochen, it would spill onto the crumbs. So it's not. It's going into a kli. So after Rashi, how did the Maimachrinim manage to get onto the, onto the bread crumb? Well, the answer is, what happens? It goes into the kli and instead of it spatters out. That's why it says nitsin. Okay? That's one point. The other point is, the other point is that in the Sefer Sha'orim and Tiyan of that's more of a Heinziger Sefer, he brings various Mara Makomis who show this sin of Ruach Ro, he, bring, he, he proves it from a Russian Kholin, it's more or less black and white there. But this sin of Ruach Ro by Mara Makomis is only on water which is on the ground, I think. 
only on water which is on the ground. The water which is not on the ground, yeah, it's on something else, doesn't have ruach Let me just... Let me just have a quick look, see if, see if we read through the Rashi, see if we go the right way around. So. Rashi says, Rashi says, Mashim Ruach Ro, Shaila Ali and Kishahina Gabi Karta. The Ruach Ro is Shaila on them, on the Mayan Akhrenin, when they are on the ground. But if it's into a Kali, there's no Ruach Ro. So therefore, this Mayan Akhrenin, which you washed into a Kali, wouldn't have Ruach Ro, would it? Possibly even when it splatters out. That's why Rashi is forced to say Nimosin. It can't be because of the Ruach Ro, because you're not supposed to be washing onto the ground. Yeah, exactly. If it's on the table, it, it, we'll see in a second whether we're talking about on the table or on the ground. But yeah. It's very likely to, to get onto the ground. Yeah. So in which case, that, that explains, as Rashi on, in Chulim does Koteo Medalus, that explains this, um, this uh, shitta of, of why Rashi likes Nimosif. Two words are so misleading there. Because it's, number one, as Rashi puts it, it is Nitzid, it's intakli, therefore it starts out. Once it's intakli, there won't be any Ruach Ro. That's why he says Nimosim. That's just one point I'd like to point out. The other point is, Tosus writes here, Pirurim Dinesbul Kedai is Mutal Abdon Biyad. The third Tosus is down. He says, if you've got crumbs, which are less than the size of a Kedai, it's Mutal Skima Abidah. To destroy them Biyad, even directly. Miu Kosher La'aniyusa. Kedawaminum Terekolabosa. However, it's uh, not a good school if, you, uh, if a person wants to remain uh, financially secure. Okay? As we say in Perakol Abosa, to uh, be Ma'abed crumbs. What the Gemara is definitely talking about then is walking on top of crumbs, even small crumbs. Now, if you take a look on this sheet about O crumbs, um, the Ramam writes, Gomru Melechel, once they have finished eating, Mesalkin is they take away the table, Umakabadin is they clear the area, Shaokluba where they ate, the Ahmakaf and afterwards, no Kinesi there and they wash their hands. Shema Yeshayru Shomhirurin, because maybe as we said, we pass in at this, you have to first clear the, clear the spot, and then you wash your hands, because we worry maybe there'll be some crumbs remaining there. She is like a kadayis, which are the size of a kadayis. What's he right? She also It's forbidden to walk on top of them. to wash on top of them. But the pirurim, which are not the size of the kadayis, it's much to get rid of them at, uh, directly. What's marshal for that rabbi? For that rabbi, does it sound like? Are you allowed to be ma'abid, the crumb? Um, are you allowed to walk on top of crumbs which are smaller than the size of a kadayah? Or not? 
What does it sound like from the Ramah? Sounds like you can. Then he says, Dafka went in the size of the Kazai, then Sha'osalari Kale. That's the Gemara about Koshalani Yusuf. Implying that if it's less. I did find the Prima Golden is, is Medaic like that. From the Ramah, that's what it sounds like. Now, look, it's probably not a good idea, but because if you take a look at the Rabbinah Monarch, the Rabbinah Monarch writes from the Ramah, he writes, in a different case, I mean, we say, Nishvari What's Nishvari in the house? It says, Nishvari in the house, and there'll be poverty in the house. Well, we explain, Nishvari means It means small crumbs which don't have the size of a desire. See, even small crumbs are of the, and that's what it sounds like from Tosis. Because Tosis says, even though it's much up on the yard, that stuff, if they're not the size of a, that's stuff uh, with regard to washing your hands on them. But, he, or, or, this halacha, but he says, for kosher and yusa, even smaller than a size is going to be a problem. Not that there will be But from the Ramlam, it's much from the whole din of kosher and yusa and all this is only, and only when it's the size of a kazai. The Rabbeinu Yonah writes, he says, You may be wondering, why nowadays have you not seen people go around with their broom, clear all the crumbs from the table, all this sort of thing, before washing my machrin? He says, This was only in their time. Because their practice was to move the table before benching, as we've seen in the past. And they'd wash their hands where the table was standing, previously standing. If they were to wash their hands in the place where the table was standing before cleaning the floor, then the water would fall on the crumbs. That would be a bizarre to the food. But now, you move your dining room table for uh, benching? I think not. So since we don't do that, the notice is there, and we wash our hands outside of the table, we don't wash our hands at the table itself. So we're doing it in a place where there's no crumbs. You don't wash your hands under the table because the table's in the way. You don't wash your hands at the table because people simply don't do that. So where you're washing, there won't be any crumbs. She says, that's why you don't have to clear up. And he just finished off and he said, said you can use the like they said if you switch it around. But then in our it would appear not only that, it's better to have a waiter than Amar Oret than a Tamad Chochom of, of a waiter. But the Chochom, you shouldn't do that. But you can use people who are not Yerushalayim, even if they're not Yerushalayim, no problem. That's the way we pass it. But as I said, let's just take that one point. So the Rift says, uh, not the Rift, Rabbi Yonah says, nowadays the reason why we don't move, the, we, don't, we don't clear the house beforehand is because again, we don't move the table. So you're not going to be, your mind won't be going on the, on the crumbs on the floor. What about the table? You don't wash your hands at the table. And that's the way it's brought in Shukhan Arif, this Rabbi Yonah is quoted there, therefore it's not necessary nowadays. However, 
says the Mishnah Bura, in practice, a lot of people do wash my him at the table. They bring in a clean, and they wash their hands. In which case, he says, you should make sure to clear the crumbs in that area. Don't clear all the bread off the table, because we know you're supposed to leave a little bit of bread on the table. For venture. But you should make sure to clear any of these big crumbs, but clear it before that area where you're going to be washing my macharim, because we do wash at the table. And just one last point is, this, this uh, thing here, the Shulchan Aruch says, even though it is permitted to get rid of crumbs which are not the size of a kazayis, it's still um, not good for somebody who's for someone to become poor. So what does, does that sound like Tosis or the Rabbah? Sounds like Tosis. Because we're talking about crumbs less than the size of a kazayis, and it says Koshel Anias. The Monday Rabbah is a bit bothered by this, Although the Beis is really coming off Tosfos, he says it's only kosher ideas to walk on them. But uh, to chuck them in the bin or pour water on them, anything like that, is not. It's not a problem. Now the Beis understood that what Tosfos meant to say was, he says, look, and what, what have we just said here? We've said that it's mutter la abdon biyad crumbs which are less than the size of a kizayis. You can pour water on them, no problem. So Tosfos but it's kosher aniyosa. So the Beis what does that sound like? Love enough to walk on them. To do anything which is not covered for the bread, destroying them in any way, even the crumbs, is kosher anius. Says the Morgan Abram, I disagree. Take a look at the Gemara in in uh, in Chodesh. Um, Don't need to walk on it. Don't need to walk on it. And therefore, he says only to walk on it is a problem, and therefore this halacha is a little little, uh, sort of, inaccurate, if you, if you want. You could, I don't know, we don't really normally make sex fakers in uh, things like this, kosher I mean, it depends whether you want to take the risk. But, um, it's because you could say, number one, we've got the shift of the Ramam to rely upon. The Ramam holds only the size of the Kedayim. And even according to those who say even the, less than the size of the Kedayim, well, according to the Morgan Avram, it's only if you walk on them. But to be up on the yard, and I suppose enough for it would be, can you take those crumbs and chuck them in the bin? As we mentioned in the past, we talked about taking bread, you should put it in a separate bag. It's not covered for bread to chuck it into, into, a, into a bin with all the other rubbish. It's, uh, especially dirty napping, things like that, it's definitely not covered. So you should put it in a separate bag. Does that mean even crumbs, or only pieces which are the size of a kazai? So, Depends what you say. If you say like Tosfos or like the Shulchan Aruch's Paskening, it says at the end of the day, Muslim Abdon Yad, you can throw them in a bin, no problem, but it will be a problem of Kosher Anir. Whereas according to the Mogin Abram, it's only Kosher Anir if you trample upon them. If you chuck them in the bin, it's not a problem. It's no, no, do you actually trample upon it? So it depends on the guests then, though, and they um, uh, have guests that were, or the children. Correct. You have to step round it or something like that, yeah. So that is the, uh, that is really the, so somebody wants to be extra careful, I suppose, but it's, uh, it would seem, it would seem from this, if you want to go like the Machabas, it sounds like it, so maybe put even the crumbs into a special bag, or if you can feed them to the birds, as we've discussed, that's also fine. Feed your bits of bread, uh, which no one's going to be eating anyway. Feed it to birds, that's perfectly fine. 
Let's Hashem, we'll continue on tomorrow with the, uh, the fourth, um, is it the fourth? Fifth even. Fifth, fifth mark, like the Mishal Mabisiro, about whether, what's the order for Havdola, and we'll start uh, working through the halachas of, um, Ner and Basomim, we'll start working through that tomorrow, best Hashem. Thank <laughs> you.